Thanks for joining us for today's Passion Daily. We hope these short scripture reflections will lead you into a deeper relationship with Jesus. Leading us today through the book of Psalms is our Washington, D.C. city pastor, Ben Stewart. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome back. We are entering our last psalm, and it's a bit of a longer one, so we're going to do it for two weeks. But it's a beautiful one, Psalm 40. And if you got the time, I would encourage you, write it out. Take some time to linger in it and see if you can get it inside of you. But we'll just look at the first two verses today. Psalm 40, verse 1 says, I waited patiently for the Lord. He inclined to me and heard my cry. He drew me up out of the pit of destruction, out of the miry bog, and he set my feet upon a rock, making my steps secure. It's a great psalm for us to end on because it gives you the full spectrum of how to endure a crisis. That David moves from desperation to deliverance, but he doesn't stop at deliverance. He moves all the way from desperation to exaltation, from pain, not just to peace, but all the way to praise of let me tell you what God has done for me. And that's a sign of spiritual maturity. Step one is learning how to cry out to God when you're in pain, when you're in a difficult spot, not just taking it to an addiction or trying to drown it in distraction. David's learned in the midst of a miry bog, I am going to cry out to the Lord. But then he moves on and says, and not only do I do that, once I've survived a difficult situation by faith, I will put words around it and articulate it to strengthen the faith of others. And that's spiritual maturity on display in Psalm 40. You see someone who is seasoned at navigating the troubled seas of life. Let me show you how to endure pain and turn it into praise to encourage other people. But in verses 1 and 2, It's really just a summary of what happened to him. He starts and says, I waited patiently for the Lord. Now, it's interesting in Hebrew that this is written in, you don't have intensifier words like a lot or really or a bunch. If you want to emphasize, you repeat. And so literally he says, I waited, waited for the Lord. Which how many of you have ever been there where you go, man, I didn't just have to wait on the Lord. I waited, waited on the Lord. And here David's telling you, sometimes it takes that. Sometimes we have to do that. And King David had to do it. I waited for the Lord to come through for me. And then I waited some more. And sometimes God makes us endure pain a lot longer than we think is necessary. But he has purpose in it. And so David's testifying to us. Hey, I waited, waited for the Lord. I know what that's like. Be strong. But then he moves on and he says, and he inclined to me. That word inclined means to stoop down. He saw I was in trouble. He says, he inclined and heard my cry. That's the word scream. He said, I was screaming and God heard me and he stooped down to come get me. And then it says, he drew me up from that pit of destruction and out of that miry bog. That desolate pit, wasteland is a way to translate some of that. Miry bog means it was disgusting, muddy, and I was stuck in it. I was stuck in a mud hole. And I love David's humility to say that. He says, hey man, I was stuck in a situation that was gross and I couldn't get myself out. The David's not too proud to say that. He's able to look at his life and said, man, I got stuck in a situation I couldn't get out. And so the only resource I had was to scream. And so I screamed and I kept screaming and then God showed up and saved me. Now, so people always ask, so what was the miry bog? What was this horrible pit? Um, was it a physical illness? he couldn't deliver himself from? Was it a military campaign where he got stuck in a bad way? 
Was it a literal mud hole like Jeremiah in Jeremiah 38 where he got shoved into a muddy hole and was like, someone get me out of here. David doesn't say, and that's part of the beauty and I think some of the popularity of Psalm 40 is we don't know, but it's applicable to so many parts of our life. Whether we stumbled into an external situation that wasn't our fault, but suddenly we found ourselves stuck in a situation we can't find the way out, or whether it's internally the implications of bad decisions we've made and we look and say, man, I got myself in a bad way and I'm stuck here and I can't get out. Either way, a lot of us know this heart cry from David. I was in a situation where I was stuck and so I did what only I could do. I waited and I cried and then God moved and he stooped down. He inclined. He drew me out and I love that it doesn't stop with that. It says, and then he set my feet on a rock, making my steps secure. I love the way one commentator said, he says, the picture of deliverance does not end with bare extrication, but with the first steps of liberty. That God didn't just pull me out of the mud, he put me someplace solid. He put something firm under my feet. Now, what exactly does that look like? Well, we'll get into that as the days go by, but let me just show you here some two application points I wanna encourage you with. Number one is David is remembering. David's remembering, and that's a tool God's given us. Gratitude for the past grants fortitude in the present. Why is David telling us this story? He's telling it to us to give us strength and hope in our times of crisis. And I want to encourage you, think back on moments in your life where you go, dude, I was stuck in a bad way back then, and God showed up then. So maybe I can believe now that God will show up now. And if you don't have gratitude in your own story, Read Christian biographies. I do all the time for that very reason. Or read the life of David. Or just listen here as David tells you now his story. He said, hey, I was stuck and God saved me. And he's expressing gratitude for that. And that gratitude for the past gives you fortitude in the present. If God saved me back then, God can show up now. Let this psalm strengthen your faith. David is remembering. But David also, and this is where spiritual maturity comes, David is repeating. He's repeating because your greatest ministry is your testimony. One of the most powerful things you can offer someone else in your life is to say, hey, you know what? I used to be in a really bad way. I used to struggle with X. I used to be stuck in Y. And guess what? I just cried out to the Lord. I quit hiding it. I quit pretending. I got honest. And when I cried to God, he stooped down and helped me. Jesus came and forgave me. God came and redeemed me. And he set my feet on a rock and put a song in my mouth. Some of you, God is testing you to put some tests in your money, to give you a testimony, a declaration of praise of a God who can set us free. And so we are remembering and we are repeating because gratitude gives fortitude and it can become praise not only in our mouths, but in the mouths of others. Psalm 40 is pretty rich, so we're going to dwell in it together. And I'm praying for you that as you think about what God did for David, you'll be encouraged in these days of what God can do for you. Don't wait. Wait on the Lord and wait on him some more. And cry out to him because he loves to incline and hear our cry. Praying for you. See you tomorrow. If you were encouraged by today's Passion Daily, make sure to rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts and share with a friend. For more information on Passion City Church, including our locations and gathering times, visit passioncitychurch.com.